With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to our final episode of this season. Um, I'll be the first to say, you know, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm thankful to have had this episode, um, or I'm sorry, this, this, this show go as far as we did this year. Um, God has really opened up doors for us, and uh, he's blessed us in so many ways, and just grateful and thankful to have this opportunity to give everyone a uh, a platform and a chance to speak their opinion regarding the, the word of God. Um, Amen. I just had to say that real quick uh, before I, I lost it off, off, lost it out of my memory bank. But without further ado, um, let's introduce our great uh, co-host tonight, Mr. Keith Ellaby. How y'all doing, world? Peace and love. Peace to all. Love y'all. Our other great co-host, Miss Monique Calderon, is really, really tied up at the moment. And we wish her all the the best uh, luck and success um, with her current project. And we know that um, if she was able to join, she would. And, and we just thank her for um, all of her support for this season. And we know that um, nothing will nothing will be in vain. Um, with 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 all the support that she showed us so far, uh, but without further ado, I think it would be best to close out this week with a prayer. Um, we'll uh, we'll start the show with a prayer. I'm sorry, kind of doing like five things at once right now. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you once again, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the the joy and the love and the support that you've given us and shown us this season, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us this platform and allowing your word to be spread in a a, a different way that might have not been able to uh, have been said 15, 20 years ago, Lord. So we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this this time and this moment that we're in, and we pray that we represent you well, Heavenly Father, as we speak your word and as we, um, you know, console and confide in one another, Heavenly Father. Um, and we pray that you continue to bless each and every one of us, whether we're hosting the show or our listeners, Heavenly Father. We pray that you continue to lead and guide us and show us your way and show us your truth so that we may be able to spread it amongst the world as well as be able to be fed internally so that one day we will be able to see your glorious and heavenly kingdom. So we thank you and we praise you. And that's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, we want to give out the number tonight so everyone can call in. It's 516-387-1427. That's 516 387 one four two seven, and tonight uh, I just want to, you know, normally on on the Thursday night 
uh, the last Thursday of the month we would do confessional Thursdays, but I think um, I, my, you know, in, in my humble opinion, I think that we should close the show out with something that we say at in 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 every show, and that's to speak on love and to talk about love. But I kind of want to talk about love in another way. Um, we're not a political show. We don't try to push our beliefs or thoughts on anyone. Uh, but I will say this. What I've seen and what I've heard throughout this election cycle uh, from the candidates, whether it be Democratic or Republican, um, I'm not pleased as a Christian. I've heard a lot of racial undertones. I've heard a lot of uh, misogynistic rhetoric. I've heard a lot of, um, you know, name calling and name bashing, and you know, it's sick. See, I can just keep going on and on and on, and it's it's not of God. And the the, the thing that the thing that frustrates me the most is that these candidates say that they are Christians. They say that they're Christians, and the one thing I constantly ask myself over and over and over again is, if you say you're a Christian, I'm pretty sure God is asking the same question, how can you say you love me? Because your words are not backed up by your actions, and your actions are speaking in a way that are not of me. I don't want to, you know, take political sides and, Call out certain people that have said it But if you've watched the news And if you've watched you know, news clips Throughout the past Almost this past year You can see and hear The things that these candidates are saying And It It It, it feels like The enemy Has somewhat Taken This platform And allowed the world to see it and hear it, and it's it's not of God. And in, in, in my humble opinion, I, I believe that it's not of God. And I kind of want to speak from two different passages tonight. And we know we're not, of course, we're not preaching, but you know, whenever we do have a topic, we always like to give a, a, a biblical um, a scripture to kind of back up what we're trying to talk about tonight. So uh, we're coming from two different scriptures. The main two scriptures are Matthew, the 22nd chapter, the 36th and the 40th verse. And in the verses break down, it says, um, teacher. Now, in the context, the Pharisees were asking Jesus a question. So that's that's about um, what is the most important commandment. So the one of the Pharisees, the head uh, um, leader of law, he was not say he was an attorney or a law professor in today's terminology. So the Pharisee asked Jesus, says, "Teacher," he asked, "Which is the most important commandment in the law?" And Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Love Him with all your mind. This is the first and most important commandment." And the second is like that. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Everything that is written in the law and the prophets is based on these two commandments. So that's important. We're going to kind of go back and forth with these with that with with, with that right there. The second one I, w- I would like to bring up is James the third chapter, the, the sixth through the twelfth verse. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body, and it sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell, for every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. This is very important. It is an unruly evil. Full of deadly poison With it We bless our God and Father And with it we curse men Who have been made In the in the, in the similitude Of God 
Out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter? Does a spring send fresh, send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brother, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. So we have two different passages. That one in the first one speaks on loving people and loving people like how you want to be loved. And in the second one, you have to remember what your mouth, what comes out of your mouth, and what you say. It affects people. You know, the Bible talks a lot about speaking things into existence and you know, speaking life into people. Um, and you know, we kind of want to be careful on how we talk about one another or how or what we say to one another. Uh, because if you're a Christian, you have to be careful what you say and how you say it and who you say it around. So, we, you know, we want to be mindful of, of, of things like that. Uh, so... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying that that's, that's great. Great words right there. Uh, we want to be loving, but also we want to put a bit on our tongue so we're not saying anything that is not from the Lord. Our words, the meditations of our heart, should be aligned with God, with, aligned with what God's word has to say about it. And uh, acting emotionally uh, without proper management can lead you astray and lead you to hurt someone's feelings. It can lead you to uh, say something that may alter the course of someone's life. And that's um, what these politicians do. They speak all the time. They get paid to talk. And their words move crowds. Their words, you know, uh, stimulate minds, and their, their words give hope to people. And if the wrong motive is behind their words, they could lead a whole bunch of people astray. Or if their actions aren't matching their words, by definition, that makes them a liar. So we, we have to be careful of what we say and how our words align with our actions. Amen. Go ahead, Joe. That's, that's what I wanted to throw in. So you, oh, no, no, I was, I, was just, I was just agreeing with you. And, you know, one, one, one thing that I, that I want to point out, you know, within within this um, within this context, especially in the twenty second chapter, the thirty where are we at thirty fourth verse, maybe through the thirty sixth verse, um, these Pharisees. You know, if we break it down in today's terminology, today's word, they were probably politicians. Because what's up? What's a politician? A politician is someone who writes laws. So, the you know, once again, I, I put it in today's terminology. So these politicians, these group of, of, of attorneys were coming to ask Jesus a question. And the thing that gets me is when the enemy comes, he's, he comes in an ignorant way because what he does is he tries to trap Jesus. But you can't trap you can't trap the creator. So in 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 in, in that context it says, um, but when the Pharisees heard this is the thirty fourth verse. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. So. The Pharisees tried to come to Jesus and trap him because they thought that Jesus was just some thing, some non-existent person because they were blind to the fact that Jesus was the Messiah. So these politicians or attorneys came to him trying to trap him. And then it says... um, that he had silenced the Sadducees. 
So, you know, you might say, well, what's the Sadducee? Um, the Sadducees said that there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, but the Pharisees believed in all of that. So the Pharisees, I mean, the Sadducees were basically unbelievers. So when Jesus silenced the Sadducees, they were like, oh, well, he might know a little something, but let me see if I can trap him. And then when the, the expert of religious law or the attorney says, teacher, you know, we have to understand that they recognized him enough to understand that he was, um, you know, a smart person. Um, but, you know, if you go back into Matthew, it also says, you know, Jesus says that, um, I forget what part, he says, do not call any man teacher because there's only one teacher, just like you shouldn't call your dad father because there's only one father. So they respected him enough to know eh, he might not know everything, but he might know a little bit of something. So I can at least show him that much respect. So when he came, when they came to them, to Jesus, and they tried to trap him, you know, Jesus already knew what they were trying to do. So when 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 he says, "Love the Lord God with all your heart," they were like, "Oh." Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And then he talks about loving the neighbor, loving your neighbor like you love yourself. And they didn't. And in in that scripture, you see no rebuttal because they knew yeah. they knew that they were wrong. Sure, sure. I mean, so with in the in the regards to politicians, true. Are are we saying that? If these politicians claim to be Christian, which I believe I don't follow it closely, maybe you can help me out. Uh, how are their lives are their lives reflecting what they're saying? I can't. I can't. I, I can't. And if it's not, should That's we vote for this? Say that again. Like I said, if they're not, if 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 a politician is saying, hey, I believe in this, this, and this, but their actions aren't showing that, is that a trustworthy opponent or, excuse me, a trustworthy candidate worth a vote? How, how, but how can it be? How can it be? If you say you're a Christian and you're telling me that you're going to do this for me and you're going to do that for me and then – then talk about how how God has, you know, done this in your life and how God needs to be embedded in this country. But you go and you might do underhanded deals. You might get paid for somebody that you shouldn't get paid, you know, to make a certain law. You know, politicians get paid from lobbyists, and these lobbyists, like, you know, we know cigarettes are bad for us. So, and a politician knows that cigarettes can kill you. So instead of saying that, you know, and this is hypothetical. I'm not saying that actually does happen. But say say the politician uh, gets paid from the lobbyist towards his campaign, you know, $20,000 to say that cigarettes aren't killing people as fast as they thought they were. Then they go and they try to write a law to pass it to where cigarette companies can, you know, make more deadly cigarettes. That's, that's, that's false. That's a lie. But you... But you so the question is now, how should a Christian vote? I mean, if, mm. if there's dirt on all these candidates, like Trump or Hillary or whoever else is running, that's the only people I keep hearing about. If there's dirt on both of them, and I've heard bad things about both of these uh, candidates, how should we vote? I mean, I've heard the lesser of two evils and, you know, the one that's a little bit more godly than the other. I mean, nobody's perfect, right? But yeah. these are the leaders of our country. Amen. Um, I, I think that the best thing we can do is trust God, Amen. no matter who's the president. That's, that's the only thing we can be sure of is our trust in the Lord that he's going to provide. Uh, not our president and not our ambassadors. It's it's the Lord. He's, he's the ruler of everything. Um, but I, I do agree with you as far as the character of the candidate. Their hearts have to be right with the Lord, and they have to display out of their actions. It shouldn't be just lip service. Uh, 
And, and, and it's another point here we're, we're going to talk about tonight. If you want, guys want to join this conversation, uh, please give us a call at 516-387-1427. Basically, and this is something I, I might need some help with. If we have a Christian politician and they talk about other faiths and religions, and they don't show in, in their in their uh, public addresses aren't favorable to other religions. Is that a bad thing, or how, how should Christians view that? Because some people say that that's being a bigot and all these other things. But is it necessarily being a bigot if I just don't agree with something? You know. Well, okay. So you mentioned you mentioned Donald Trump. And I was trying to avoid. No, I, I didn't mention that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but I, I I I can I can I can say things because he says them and he he backs up what he says. So he says. Um, he he said when he first announced that he wanted to run for office that some, not all, but some Mexicans or Hispanic people. When they cross the border, the rapists, the drug dealers, the killers, and he also goes on to say, you know, call women. I don't even want to repeat half of the stuff that he says. It's very, very, very derogatory. Um, and when a group of young men in New York were accused of raping a woman. You know, about 15, 20 years ago, um, he took out a full-page ad in the New York Times and said that these young men need to be put to death. But mm. three or four years later, these boys were found not guilty because they their DNA wasn't present. They had they didn't even know who the lady was. You know, it's it's you know a whole story about it. It's a, it's a movie about it, a documentary. Um, so they they were exonerated, but you know I keep hearing this 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 man who might be the leader of our country say that he's a Christian. And to your point or to your question, uh, I I really can't answer it. I really can't because it's other Christians who believe in him. One I know personally, he believes that this man is going to be a great leader for our country by the things he says. And I can't I can't wrap my head around it. I, I really I don't understand it. I, I I don't I don't get it. Well I mean people have different uh Perspectives on life and politics, and what what these politicians and candidates say, uh, and they follow it yearly, monthly, and there might be some good talking points that Trump promises to the nation, or Hillary promises to the nation. Now, I don't know if we could take them all at face value for either one of the candidates, but we know what they're trying to do. They're trying to win the election. So put yourself in their shoes. If you're trying to win an election, are you going to sell people a dream, tell the truth, or try to sugarcoat the truth to make it seem, you know, with with a little bit of lie in there? Or what are you going to do? Because people want to, people want some hope right now. People want to move this country forward. Everybody has their hands in the pot, and they want something. I agree. You can't give everybody and, everything they want. But here, but here's the thing. Do? Here's the thing. And 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 once again, I want to reiterate: this is not this this particular episode is not about politics. Um, it's just relating or trying to relate or understand politicians. And we would like to encourage everyone who is uh, listening to the show: if you want to join the conversation, please, please, please call in at. Five one six three eight seven one four 
You can't accept sin. Like, yes, please sin. Go ahead. I appreciate I accept your sin. We're not, that's not, we, we serve uh, all, the almighty God. We cannot accept that. And that's where Christianity gets into a lot of trouble. And and as a politician, um, if you're running for office, that's that's a tight that's a tight spot because a lot of people don't agree with what the Bible says, but we we believe the Bible's true, and it has God's wisdom in there. So how can we stand on God's wisdom and run for office where the world wants the opposite of what God wants? It's a, it's a very tight spot. Very tight. It is tight. And 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 I and I agree I agree to your point. And you know, a pastor once told me he said, "How can?" And I'll use our current president for an example. He said, "How can our current president claim to be a Christian?" And I want to hear your thoughts on this too. How can he claim to be a Christian but allow? The Supreme Court and other legislators To pass um, Gay rights You know allowing One gender to marry The same gender And mm-hmm. I it, it's, <laughs> I, I don't at me, and, and my response to him was and Once again I'm, I'm curious to hear your, your response My response to him was I could care less about what you do in your personal life. If if that's what you want to do, I'm not going to push my beliefs upon you because that's going to make you want to do whatever you're doing uh, more. Because a person's natural response when someone feels like somebody is trying to oppress them or um, change their ways, they tend to rebel. So if I'm a Christian, and I, say if I was in the president's position, I, I, I don't think that I would be able to support that. I'm not homophobic. I'm not against... Um, Equal rights for everybody I think everybody deserves Equal rights But when it comes down to marriage And the sanctity of marriage And how The reproduction of marriage Brings forth new life I tend to disagree With other person's beliefs But That doesn't mean I don't love them who they are And that doesn't mean that I don't believe that God won't change Their hearts To maybe one day Be convicted On their actions mm-hmm. Yeah I, I I see your point uh, Going back to your question Do I think oh, Obama yeah, what was it? Do I, I, I want to understand the question. Do I think Obama is, is a is a Christian because of that, or, or no? No. He, so the pastor asked me if you were the president and you were you profess you you professed your faith religiously. You always you know you're not ashamed of being a Christian. But his question was. How can you say that you're 100% Christian? And I, and you know, this was a while ago, so I'm kind of par- paraphrasing it. But how can you say you're 100% Christian, but you fully support legislation to pass a bill that will allow a male marry another male and a woman marry another woman? If you were him, how would you, how would you handle that if that came to your desk? Well, I'm a firm believer in leaning on the Lord and leaning not on my own understanding. If if I were the president, I would tell people exactly who I serve 
and and my Lord says that says this about same sex anything anything outside of a marriage between a man and a woman is sin. So I can't support that, and I stand behind that. And if anybody has a problem with it, then you know that doesn't that that, that doesn't make me a monster. We have a difference of opinion. And last time I checked, is that illegal? We disagree. No. But but the problem is, like like I said it before, if Obama would have said I disagree with that, he probably would have crucified him for it. Oh well, they probably would try to impeach him. But so but the but the, the issue is we have to be a standard and stand on the Lord's word regardless of the repercussions. Because our award is greater in heaven, not down here. But I, I really believe maybe some of us lose sight in that. Maybe Obama is trying to please everybody and, and wants to be liked, the most liked president ever. Maybe that's his goal. But, his but you know what? Goal. You know what? You say that, and, and, and it, it was like something just spoke to me. Did Jesus ever want to be liked? <laughs> do, do you just like... And I'm not talking about the president. I'm just talking about Christians in general, or you know, people that want that are Christians that just want to be liked and want to be loved. Did you ever read in your study where Jesus was? I just want somebody to like me. I, I never, I never have seen that, read that, nor heard that where Jesus just wanted to be liked. And if we're supposed to model ourselves after him, then what are we modeling? What are we trying to do as Christians? Mm-hmm. And I think I think what Jesus did, and you know, this is my opinion, I think the only thing that he could do was to just talk to people. And I was talking to someone the other day, and you know, we were talking about how Jesus ministered to people. And he didn't. He didn't push his beliefs. He didn't push his thoughts. Of you know, the Bible wasn't written back then, but you know, he didn't push God, 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 God. How did he talk to the Sadducees, as we mentioned earlier? He told them parables. He told them stories. Well, and his disciples. Were, were, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, he told the. He told the. Sorry to jump in, Joe. He told his disciples. The parables, no, you're right. And, and the thing no, is, he, he, good, good, Joe, good, Joe. I'm sorry. He told, he told the people, and, and and the 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 non-believers, you can say, he told the people the parables, but he ha- he had to decipher to his disciples what those parables meant, because for some odd reason, the 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 non-believers understood it. That's, the non-believers understood it, but the ones that were with him couldn't get it. And I think as Christians, we need to be able to delineate or differentiate who we're talking to. Because the people that might not believe in God or might not understand what God is or how he can save your life, they might need to hear it in a way that the world can understand it versus True. talking to a Christian. So, True, but, true. Go ahead, Joe. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was saying that's very true, but, but again, we have to remember what we're telling the truth. Jesus always told the truth, no matter yep. how it sounded. And no matter who it hurt, but it was yep. true. And if we truly love our brother, we tell them the truth, right? Yep. Whether they, whether they, whether they, whether their feelings are hurt or not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess something I could just say about these politicians: just tell the truth, whatever it may be. Maybe the country's in debt. And they know it, and we don't. Tell, tell the truth, and it, it, tell the truth, and tell it in a way where we can understand it, and 
we can come to a way, we can come to a, a solution to the, this country's problems together. I don't know how we can do that, but at least we'll know the problem so we can see the solution. But there's tons of problems with this country. But trusting in these politicians is not the answer. And I'm not just saying to anybody, hey, don't vote this year. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying remember to put your faith and trust in the Lord because he's going to see you through and he's going to lead your path. So, you know, you mentioned these politicians needing to tell the truth. But what happens if they tell you a lie? What happens as a Christian, you know, once again, say, for example, Donald Trump gets elected into office, and everything that he promised the American people turns out to be a lie. What do you do as a Christian? Well, you go to your Bible, and you have a conversation with God. And I asked him the same question, and he told me to read Matthew, the fifth chapter, and the 39th verse. And it says, but I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. So as Christians, when we get lied to, when we get hurt, when we get disrespected, what do we do? We give a forgiving heart. We, we, we forgive them with a forgiving heart. And you know, as 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 I kind of prepare for for this week's episode, the one thing or one theme that I kept seeing over and over and over again kept going back to a four letter word, which was love. If someone offends you, you offer the other cheek. So, what does that mean? Keep loving them. I I, I I I I can't I can't continue with this show, with my life, with my family, with my relationship with God. If I'm not true to myself, and I'm not true to the people that I'm around, and I'm not loving them, I'm not. Giving love, and honestly, and I'm I'm being I'm being 100 honest right now. At times, I don't want to love everybody. At times, I want to be selfish. It's times where I want to be by myself. But when I get in that mood, when I get in that mode, the only thing that I can do is call on Jesus. And I say, I need your help, God, because I don't, I don't feel like loving my my kids today. <laughs> They're getting on my nerves. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Teach me how to love, because it's one thing to say that I love you, but love is an action word. You can say that you love somebody, but you have to show that person. How to love uh, You have to show that person How that love is going to Affect you and them And if you don't know how to love Ask God and he'll show you Because in my opinion The ultimate love sacrifice Was when Jesus got up on the cross And when, when, when I'm in that moment And I feel like I don't want I can't love somebody I just think about one simple, simple, simple thing. Somebody loved me so much that he died for me, that he got beat, punched in the face, had thorns embedded in his skull, had nails like railroad track nails pounded in his hands and in his feet. So that me, me, I could live, and not just live, but live a fulfilling, 
full life. And honestly, we started at this show talking about politics, but we're almost at the end, and I'm scratching that. I'm scratching that because I, I, I feel that love needs to be reciprocated to everyone tonight. Because love is the foundation of everything. Jesus, God wouldn't have created the world if he didn't love us. He wouldn't have created Adam and Eve if he didn't love us. You can't do anything in life without love. And love is so strong, love is so true, love is so real that when you realize, not just from your spouse or your friends or your family, but just by Jesus, when you realize that Jesus loves you, you that feeling that you get in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart overwhelms you. And sometimes the only thing you can do is weep and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for loving me for caring for me, for doing for me. Because I didn't deserve to live the life that I'm living. I don't deserve to live the life that I'm living. Because I've done so much wrong in my past that there's no way that nobody can love me for being me. It 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 it, 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 it does something to me when I when I think about how much God Loves me. And not just me, but he loves everybody. And he, he his love isn't greater for, 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 for Keith. His love isn't greater for Monique. It's equal. It's spread amongst every living person on this earth. Whether or not they believe in him or not, he still loves them. And if I could just have an ounce of that. Just to, because here's the crazy part. I say that I love God. I say that. I say that I love God. I say that I love Jesus. But he knows that I'm still impure. He knows that that my love doesn't even have a sentence of a, of a phrase that would equal to the amount of love that I have for him. You can't even speak it. That's how much he loves us. And then, once again, he loved us so much that he says, I, you know what, I can't, I can't deal with these people anymore. I can't do it. I've done it over and over and over again. I, 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 I can't do it. I'm so frustrated. Oh, it's getting on my nerves. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I love them. I, 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 I'm frustrated, but I love them. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take myself, me, and I'm going to go down to these people. And I'm going I'm to transform into them. And while I transform into them, I'm going to show them how much I love them by being amongst them. And then on top of that, they still hated him because they tried to kill him. And he said, okay, they're trying to kill me, but you know what? I still love them, so I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And when I die, I'm, I'm going to leave them something that will never leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to leave them something that's going to be with them for the rest of their lives until they come back to me because I still love them. They get on my nerves, but I love them. So I'm going to leave them the Holy Spirit. And if they can't get the Holy Spirit, I'm still going to love them. Now, if they don't accept the Holy Spirit, that's on them because I gave them too many chances because after this I'm done. That's love. That's love. And if you can't accept that, I don't know what you can accept. I I agree with you, man. That that love is amazing. I think about the time where I was lost in my sin. And I I can mask it well, too. 
and I'll pretend like I was a holy Christian, but I wasn't. And I believe I was going leading right straight to hell, the way I was living. And then, and the, the, but the, the problem was, I thought I was good. I thought mm. I was a good Christian in my head because I wasn't aligning my standards with the Word of God. In my own my own self, my own thinking, I thought I was fine. Because I wasn't reading my word, I didn't know what the Lord had to say about my behavior or my heart or everything, my speech. And when I sat down and I got into the word and he changed my heart, I was like, man, I was a little wretched thing. <laughs> but if you're hearing this tonight, we should not be fooled at where our life is at right now. We should not be fooled with our walk with the Lord. We should be hungry to go deeper into the Lord. Not fool, not, hey, Lord, I'm fine where I'm at. I got the nice job. I got the kids. No, we got to go deeper into the Lord. Amen. Because when he returns, we got to be ready. Amen. You don't want to be asleep when the Lord comes back. Because I'll leave everybody with this. God is just. I don't. I, I told somebody this. When the judgment comes, I don't even think we'll have a plea to give. I don't even think we'll be able to say anything. I think we'll just be judged, and that's it. People say, "Oh, I stand before the Lord. I can say something." I don't even think we'll be able to say nothing. I, I don't remember that verse where we get to say something. I, I, it's just judgment, and that's and that's final. Amen. And I'm not trying to scare anybody. But should, we though. serve a holy God. We serve Man. a holy God, and He's so good. And if you seek Him, seek His wisdom, seek His, ask Him for knowledge, ask Him. He is gracious and loving to give it to you. But you got to get in a relationship with Him, no matter what it takes. If it takes cutting some people off, cutting the TV off, YouTube off, Twitter off, Instagram off, Facebook off, uh, it, Tumblr off. Anything. Pursue the Lord with everything you have. That's all I got to say about that. You know, um, this is our last show of the season, and um, I, I, I hope that our listeners and you know, our, our, even our guests were able to appreciate how we delivered each and every show and how God was able to use us on a on a whole new level that I didn't even know we could reach. You know, it was times yeah. where, you know, we would get on the show and you know, I'm speaking for myself, you know, two minutes before the show, oh, I don't feel like doing it. They on the West Coast time. I'm on East Coast. I don't feel like doing. It. I gotta get. I gotta get them. Take the kids to school tomorrow. <laughs> but through, but through all of that, you still perse- We still persevered. We still got on the show when we didn't want to do the show. Wait, you I know, think we got. I think we got Monique. Hold on. Let me see if I can patch her in. Give me one second. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hi guys. Monique. Hi. Monique. Hello. Hi guys. How are y'all doing? How you doing? Yeah, we're just actually wrapping up. Good. Uh, we're just oh out my there gosh. With, uh, our listeners, I would love if you could show them some love before you take your journey and we come back for next season in a few months. But go ahead, Monique. Um, I just, I'm more than positive that y'all had just an amazing show. I wish I could have been there. I just, I've had so much work going on right now and so blessed with that. But um, as this is our last show, I just wanted to just let everyone out there who's listening know that, you know, we've been praying for you guys. I'm so appreciative and so blessed to be a part of such an amazing show um, with great hosts, co-hosts. Keith and Joe, just such amazing men of God, um, and just to be able to 
to be a part of, of this, you know, to be able to tackle the anything under the sun, you know, to show that as Christians um, we can't, we can't keep muted about things that we've got to talk about it, and um, that's how we're able to grow as the body of Christ. And so, uh, I once again, I just, uh, as I always do, I want to encourage you guys to fight the good fight of faith. Um, and as this summer is approaching, um, I, I just pray that you all have a blessed, restful, amazing summer. And when we come back, um, that y'all are just ready for. Uh, and expectant for what God's going to do um, in the following episodes and just really um, what we're, we're going to be able to talk about and bring light to um, in the next season. So I just want you guys to know I love you, and I'm just uh, so blessed to have been a part of Straight Talk with Joe. Amen. We're blessed to have you too, Monique. Very, very. Monique is the glue, ladies and gentlemen, that holds this show together. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> but uh, we were all, it's always a pleasure to have you, Monique. Um, you have ventures you're going, and the Lord is t- uh, showing you new places and taking you to higher levels. I'm so proud of you. Uh, Joe, new additions to your life as well. And uh, even, even myself, I, I wanted to shared this with everybody, uh, all the listeners out there, uh, by the time the show comes back around, I will no longer be a single man. I'll be a married man. Amen. Praise, all praise Woo! to the most high. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, hey, guys, y'all, y'all got to find me. you got to find me a husband. Everyone is going to be married. I guess I'll be bringing the single view, I guess. <laughs> Jesus day. Y'all going to be married. Where my Boaz at? Uh, <laughs> it is, it is. But uh, it, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure, and I'm just thankful for what the Lord is doing, and and I'm learning just not to stress out about anything. It's all in His hands. I just pray for the knowledge and the uh, understanding to apply the wisdom that the Lord will have me to use. So uh, that's that's the last thing I got to say, Joe. You want to you want to say one last thing? Yeah. Um... Man, um, it was a great season. We had some great, great guests. We had some great episodes. We, you know, I truly, truly, truly look at you guys as uh, not just my brothers and sisters in Christ, but you know, my brother and my sister, uh, because we, you know, we, we may uh, have disagreements like family members, and you know, the, the one thing that that I will say is that. Uh, you know, as Keith and I were closing out, you know, we were talking about love, and the love that I see from 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 Keith and Monique is is 100% true and pure and real. And um, if anybody ever tries to dispute their uh, infatuation or uh, love for God, um, they're a liar. Um, I've, I, I've I've yet to see two individuals who are as passionate and um, on fire about God and what he has to offer and his 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 belief um in in uh, in, in the word um um you know Keith you know if it wasn't for you 90% of these shows would not be scripted <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, just thinking about a year ago when you called and asked if 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 I if if uh, I wanted to do this show, I never would have thought we wouldn't we wouldn't have uh, came this far. And you know, Monique, uh, my goodness, uh, you. <laughs> If you don't have a, a degree in theology by the end of next year, something's wrong. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you know, when you talk about God, that passion that's there, I, I, I can't put it into words. It, it's, it's remarkable. Uh, but you know, as we're winding down, the the the, the one thing that I want to leave everyone with is love. And to not just love, love with passion, love with truth, and love with honesty, and allow God to teach you how to love. 
And if you can do that, if you can understand what love is and how love is so precious and so real, um, you cannot fail. So love, have faith in God, have faith in what he's trying to do in your life, trust and believe in him, try to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. There's nothing that you can't do. I love you. I know Monique and Keys love you. And see you guys next season. Welcome to the show. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.